Alright, hello and welcome to another episode of the Block Content Podcast. I am Joe Murphy, editor of the Block Content, and joining me today is uh, a new a new guest to the show, but a friend of the show nonetheless. Um, Zach, welcome. Thank hello. you for joining me. Thanks for having me here, man. Um, Callum is away for six weeks, so yes. uh, if uh, you're inclined, then you we might be hearing a lot more from you. <laughs> see how we go today. If I'm welcomed back, we'll, we'll see how we go. Yeah, if you say anything bad about Steph Curry, I'll talk to you again. <laughs> Don't worry, I've got it in the holster ready to go. <laughs> um, it's been a good week of games, hasn't it? It has. Really it's been entertaining. Recently. I feel like we had a bit of a down stretch for a few weeks. It was a little bit, I don't know, the games weren't entertaining, a lot of blowouts, but I feel like we're picking up again coming into Chrissy. So, yeah, so we got a lot to talk about, which is good. Yeah, I want to start with probably one of the better games of the last few weeks, which happened yesterday, mm. uh, which was the Bucks at the Pelicans, mm. uh, which the Bucks ended up winning. But that was a big old cross-conference big boy battle. I know. It's always good to see those two those two big boys go up against each other, Giannis and Zion. I don't feel like they've... I, I can't remember them playing each other. It's been a while, I feel. Yeah. And if it was, it might have been like Zion's rookie season or something like that. Like, he's, he's definitely a, Especially, a different player now. Yeah, with him missing so much time as well all the time. So, it is a rare occasion, but a grand occasion whenever you do get to see the two match up. And, yeah, we were treated with a good matchup. Um you know, yeah. Bucks ended up with the win, um, but it was it was close. Bucks sort of ran away with it a little bit, start of the fourth, and then Pels brought it back, made it interesting. Yeah, there was a point there where it was it started to turn, and and it looked as if you know they're just going to run away with it here because mm. like they just couldn't stop Giannis at, at all no. for a moment there, and they weren't you know building the Giannis wall, mm. um, which is typically the best way to defend him. Yep. And it was just like. <laughs> Oh yeah, no one can stop this. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird that you forget how good that guy is. Hey, yeah, I feel like he's taken for granted, especially like, like how when good he, he is. He euros in the lane, then he's falling down and flicks up a left hand. Mm. Like as he's on on his way to the ground, he flicks it up with his left hand and goes in. And yeah. He doesn't even get the foul call. <laughs> yeah, the amount of contact that guy takes and doesn't uh, get fouls. But um, the box score at the end of it, obviously the Bucks won. Giannis mm. had forty two and ten. On 12 of 17 from the field Crazy. and 17 from 22 from the free throw 22 line. free throw attempts, hey. Uh, and Gosh. Zion, I mean, Zion had 18, 7, and 7 with 7 of 16 from the field and 4 of 8 from the line, which is typically a good game, but it's probably the worst game he's played in <laughs> I know. You, you, I mean, he's playing so well, you kind of expect a little bit more from him. Um, but it was kind of Jonas's night, hey. Yep. Yeah, Jonas had a big night came out and was crazy I mean he sh- I think he had six threes in the first half he had he ended, that first yeah and then he ended seven for ten yeah uh, with 37 points but I do think that that was intentional mm. because the Bucks for the longest time and under under Bud they've played um, this defensive system where they do allow a lot of threes mm. and Bud was criticized for that early um, but it, it pays off because like in a game like this where there's so much attention that needs to be paid to Zion. Yeah. You're almost happy just letting Jonas yeah. shoot those threes. They did, they just, they, yeah. They didn't take the defense. They didn't let the defense bend out of shape to cater mm. to Jonas. Being like, fuck it, this dude's not going to hit seven. <laughs> he did, but it didn't matter because <laughs> it, then Zion yeah. didn't get a roll on because they kept feeding Jonas. And mm-hmm. that was the play the defense was giving them. And even though they kept making it, the Bucks didn't change from their plan, which I thought was. And, um, in the moment, it was like. Just defend him, please. Yeah. Well, and I mean, the, the guy hit five threes in a row. At least get a hand up. <laughs> well, Brooke but, Lopez uh, was just standing in the lane. He was like, take it. It's yeah. yours. Um, Brooke Lopez also in that game was had a really good performance. He ended with 30 points and seven rebounds with one block. But I think that block like mm. doesn't represent his true impact on defense. No, nah, he, he affects so many shots like at the rim. He, it's actually crazy to think his renaissance. Like when you think towards the start of that guy's career... When he was in Brooklyn and he was an all star, it was just like back to the basket, post down game. He didn't play any defense no, at all. He was traffic cone. Yeah, ridiculous. And now he's favorite for defensive player of the year. I know. I can't believe that. I wasn't really. I've been struggling to think of who would be defensive player of the year so far this season, but a I mean, lot of people are saying Brooke. I I think he's rightfully favorite at the moment, and I mean all the markets do have him as favorite. I think he's like three three dollars fifty. Yeah, there's really not a whole lot of competition. Obviously. Rob Williams being out. Yeah, I think that's probably moved a lot. Because I would have said Rob Williams at the start of the season. Coming in, yeah. Like, 
he's just sure. singular. He's the singular defense. Like he's a five man defense on his own. Oh, he's like, fantastic. Yeah, he's such a yeah, Brooks been fanta- Brooks been fantastic as well. Um, and yeah, like that game, I, I mentioned the the Giannis wall, but also mm. uh, the Bucks were playing a Zion wall. Yep. Like the geometry of the court just changed. Because <laughs> it was like yeah. four dudes are looking at one of them and it's... Not like your average NBA games nowadays, no, hey. That was so, so spread out. I don't think there's ever been like... Mm. Like sometimes... Oh, well, when the... Um, like another guy that affects defense like that is Curry, but where they, mm. teams might go into like a box and one. Yep. But that's not four dudes on Curry. It's, no. It's one dude hounding him and the rest kind of helping. It's just the gravity and attention that they've got those guys like garner and, and deservedly. I mean, they're they're insane. Yeah. Um, but yeah, back on back on Brook, man. I I just can't believe it. I'm absolutely shocked that guy is still that good. And I mean, he's playing like their their third best player. And I feel like the Bucks can make a really deep run again. Mm. And they they should be in the consideration for taking the chip this year. Well, even as he said that, I was like, who's the second best? And I was like, oh, is it Chris? So it's probably Drew. Like it's Drew. Drew's been awesome. And yeah. in that game, Drew was like, I think he he might have taken a bit of a. a challenge from Jose Alvarado of like no 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 this is how you defend guys like <laughs> yeah. this is how you bother someone for 48 minutes like oh, at the point don't of get attack me started. over and over don't me get me started on Jose Alvarado man <laughs> we'll come to that <laughs> because right. well yeah obviously um, you being a Suns fan there's mm. you've got some form of aversion or, or beef with the with the biggest beefiest boy in the league that's right yeah it's a newfound rivalry the uh, Phoenix and Yawns uh, rivalry obviously stems to playoffs last year where they gave us a really good scare um but yeah i mean they're they're a great team loaded with talent and rightfully so they should be up there with the contenders in the west this yeah. season and they they have ingram out too their second best player arguably yeah. so um i just really they've, got, they've uh they've got an equal amount of aussies they've got one sons have got one. Oh, daniels yeah yeah yep yeah. and uh jockey landau <laughs> yeah representing <laughs> who were both uh really good players just yeah. having like good impacts it's yeah. nice good role players yeah i mean just... when we signed landau um i was not expecting much from him hey eh? yeah like because yeah. we have bismack as well off the bench uh, we have dario as well i wasn't expecting jock to get any kind of role yeah. but Every time um, I've seen him play this year, he's been really impressive. Just like mm. knowing his role and like pick and roll, you know, screen, pop mm. or roll. Like that's all he does. Yeah. And he's really good at it. Yeah. And actually he's pretty good at kicking out to the corner too. So for sure. Credit to Jock. Yeah. Like that Spurs system just churns out good players, I feel. Yeah. I mean. If you want to figure out how to play basketball, just go to San Antonio. Yeah. <laughs> Unless, well, <laughs> you're Jeremy Sohan at the moment who's shooting <laughs> one handed free throws. Did you see that? Oh, that's wow. embarrassing! Like, come on, dude. Like, there are dudes in the league who can't shoot free throws. Like, there's plenty of them, but yeah. And everyone's going through different techniques, but I've never seen a one-handed. Come on, man! If DeAndre Jordan's never shot a one-handed free throw in his life, what are you doing, brother? Has anyone done granny style recently? I can't remember. Oh, no, surely not since Rick Barry. Back yeah, in like, well, and then Rick Barry's son. Yeah, he did it like through college. Yeah, I think he ended up on like a G League team at one point or something like that, but. Oh man, Jeremy Sohan. Yeah, what do you? I think doing? it was DeAndre Jordan. Like back in the Lob City days, everyone was like, "Try it." Like, yeah, it's just because teams were just failing all the time, so it was like, "Just try Granny style, see well, if I mean, it works." When your percentage is that bad, why not? Yeah. <laughs> like, why not? Why not give something else a go? Um, but yeah, that game was awesome. I mm. can't wait to see these teams play again. It's a mm-hmm. shame that they'll only play twice. If otherwise, they don't make the finals against each other. And if there's a seven game series, oh. like wow, just. Just play one on one. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else sit down. <laughs> Let's get Giannis and Zion one on one. Just do that like elimination where it's like every five minutes take off a player. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Turns into ice. Turns into BI and, and Zion versus like just 2K. Yeah. Giannis and um, Chris. Um, but then there was another really good game today. Um, Memphis played Denver basically for the yes. one seed in the West. Yeah, true. Denver have taken it now. Yeah, I I can't keep up, man. Like the, how tight the top of the West is, it changes every day. Yeah. Like with the the records. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Denver have been playing some really good basketball the last few weeks. A bit under Com- the radar, but yeah, still very like- very much so under the radar. Um. And Jokic is back doing his thing. He kind of had a bit of a slow start to the year. Yeah. But then he came back with that absolute monster performance. Uh, previous game to this, wasn't it? The- yeah. The the. What was it, 40 and 20? <laughs> like, 
what was it? It was like 40, 27, and 10 or something. Yeah. yeah. He had 20 by half time. Like, Ridiculous. and it was one of those games, like I was watching, I was kind of watching that out of the corner of my eye. Um, yeah. Mostly just listening to Eric Collins on um, Charlotte commentary. <laughs> He's crazy. <crying laughs> and they were just like, Jokic has 20 rebounds in the first half. I was like, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I actually, I had a quick look at his stat. So the, the 20 rebounds that Jokic had in the first half of that game, since they started tracking the play-by-play data for that in 96-97, only four other players have grabbed 20-plus rebounds in any half. I wanted to ask you, can you guess who holds the record for most rebounds in a half since the stat was, was recorded? Shit. Um, I'm trying to go back on like big rebound performances in my mind. I know Mozgov had a 29, but mm. he didn't. That was in, that was three four quarters for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Shaq is definitely up there. Oh, it's Tim. It's not Tim. Fuck. It's Kevin Love. Is it? Oh yeah. Yeah. 2010 Timberwolves. He went yeah. for yeah 22 rebounds in a half. <laughs> Man, that team. I love that team. That uh, Rubio. Yeah, uh, like was it Pekovic? Yeah, Nicole dude, who ended Pekovic. up being like a drug dealer. Yeah, after his career, big roided up Russian dude. Yeah, yeah. no, nah, that was a fun team, and yep. it was just the K Love show. Yeah, like, he was fantastic. I'll yeah. never forget that. Uh, I think, well, now that I'm saying, I'll never forget. I can't remember if it was the Lakers or the Clippers, <laughs> and they went down to the wire, mm. and K Love took a game winning shot. Got the shit out of mm. and the ref just walked away yeah <laughs> like, they had the worst luck with refereeing they would always get the worst calls against them yeah they had such a long playoff drought too that was a really dark age for the Timberwolves yeah and they end up making a, a playoff run and he went elsewhere he went to Cleveland won a championship so yeah. good on him have you been watching much Minnesota recently nah man to be honest I don't like watching their games yeah. I mean it's it's kind of a bit more entertaining that, uh, you know, Kat's been out just to see them try and work through that. Um, but, yeah, it's just not working, hey? Mm. Like, coming into the season, obviously, there were so many uh, questions whether the fit would work, you know, paying or trading for Gobert, giving him all that money. And, yeah, I think we've had a big enough sample size now, like past a, a quarter of the way through the season, to know that it's not going to work. And they really got their their hands tied now like what do you do and people are like oh trade cat like you can't trade cat this year because he signed his supermax bonus so yeah. he can't be traded until next year no yeah. one's happy everyone hates each other yeah uh, rudy is doing nice guy things though credit to rudy he um there was a thing yesterday he gave like every employee of the target center like he wrote them a card and gave them like a wow. 50, 50 bucks or something like that good guy rudy good guy rudy so yeah. I mean, I that's like, sad. <laughs> yeah, you have to kind of make up it. for that whole COVID or, ordeal with him. Yeah, did you <laughs> read that um, Donovan Mitchell piece yesterday? I did. That was interesting, really interesting, hey? Wasn't it? Like about the sort of systemic racism within the Utah community. Yeah, yeah, and also like him talking about his relationship with Gobert and just being like, mm. "Well, we're not friends." <laughs> Like, yeah, I was I was surprised to see him be that honest. Mm. Like, and obviously he was hugely honest about his experience um, as a as a black man in Utah, mm. which is I don't, I'm not a black man in Utah, so it's probably I can imagine it's probably very difficult. It's crazy in this day and age that that still happens, hey. And like all the responses are just like, get over it. Yeah, <laughs> like, do not read those he's comments. Literally <laughs> talking about his own experience, and people yeah. are like, no, nah, don't care. Like crazy, like getting harassed by cops and stuff yeah, so until hectic. the cop like reads his driver's license and sees that oh shit it's Donovan Mitchell I better yeah. shut my mouth yeah it's crazy. Well, I remember in Milwaukee they had a few problems a couple of years ago like Sterling Brown got pulled over and, mm. and things like that so yeah. it's not an uncommon thing for an NBA player to be mistreated it's a shame but um, you know good on Donny being honest and like he's in such a good situation now yeah. you just gotta feel happy for him I yeah, mean, exactly. You could tell towards the end of his Utah tenure, like he he wasn't playing like fun basketball. He wasn't enjoying himself. Yeah. Now at Cleveland, you know, he's having the time of his life and rightfully so should be an MVP candidate as well. Yeah. And it's funny to see him immediately start trying on defense again. Yeah. Like he gets in a better situation. It's like, oh yeah, I can do this. Funny, <laughs> hey, that's the thing with defense. Most of it's just effort. Yeah. Like, yeah, guy's in a good situation. He'll, he'll play his heart out. So yeah. It's awesome. And he's, yeah, he looks really happy with Darius Garland, looks mm. very happy with Evan Mobley. And JB, everything you read about Jamie Bickerstaff is like the most positive thing. Mm. He seems like the best dude. They love him. Yeah. 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 He's really got that locker room 
which is, is good to they see. Got, they've, he's got them barking. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that thing they do? No. When they win, they go in the locker oh, room and they bark yeah, yeah, and yeah, JB's yeah. like... Ah. <laughs> I mean, so, you got to do what you got to do. You get the, the, the truth if rally. The, if that's what gets the boys riled up... <laughs> I've got no problem with yeah, that. Yeah, what do they call themselves? The dog, the dog pound? Dogs, yeah. yeah. They've got those. Uh, every team has copied them, but they have these like chains the, yeah. that they hand out. And they were the first to do that. And now Sacramento has one for mm. defensive player of the game. I did see that, yeah. And then the Nuggets have one as well. They've got two. One's defensive player. I don't know what the other one is. I always just like see these yeah. videos like Mike, Michael. You're not allowed to call him Mike Malone. You have to call him Michael. Do you? Allegedly. Okay. Um, Michael Malone handing out these two chains after the game. <laughs> <laughs> seems to, seems like a fish out of water for Michael Malone to be doing that. <laughs> well, oh, there's a. I'm now in the back of my brain writing a two chains joke about that. <laughs> but it's very like if you're a local jeweler in the area, like get onto your NBA team and be like, do you need a useless chain to hand around after <laughs> games? <laughs> I know a guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, we were talking about. The Denver game, right? Oh, yeah. Before that. Memphis. That's right, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, um, Jokic ended up 13, 13, and 13, which is a nice little trip dub. Yeah, a little Aaron baby Gordon trip. had a good game too, 24 and 7. Yeah. Um, there was a point where Memphis came back in that game, um, took it back to an eight-point game, mm. and then Denver went on a 13-5 run, and Aaron Gordon scored nine of those. Wow. So a couple of weeks ago, Cal and I were talking about the Nuggets and we called Aaron Gordon surplus to requirements, but he's actually been really good for them. He's playing probably his best basketball. I like him. And he fits the team really well. He fits them so well, man. Yeah. Like he, he's got a really good chemistry with Yoko. Um, yeah, just does all the small things, just fills that dunker spot really well. Obviously, Jokic depends so much attention. So most of the time, Aaron's wide open. Yeah. Hit the, the occasional three. You know, if you get 24 and seven, out of Aaron Gordon, I mean, you'd take that any day. Yeah. Especially uh, a night where Murray wasn't playing tonight and mm. Michael Porter Jr. has missed 12 games now. Um, wow. Yeah. He's got the body of an elite athlete, but the joints of like an 80-year-old. <laughs> yeah. That dude is just like falling apart at the seams. I know. You kind of feel for the guy too with that much talent. Yeah. Just not being able to put together a full season for how long now? What's He's, he out with at the moment? But what's he out with at the moment? I don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I mean, uh, it's it's something new all the time. Yeah, it could yeah. be his back or his shoulders or his knees. Yeah. He's had like three back surgeries and he's only like 20. He's like not even 23. Mm. So it's a shame. I do. Um, allegedly, <laughs> the Clippers said that he had the worst medicals of all time. Yeah. So I like any news on Michael Porter Jr. injuries is always bad and I'm willing to believe he has any injury. <laughs> yeah, it's a shame. He's just such a good player too. Yeah. I mean, oh, when he's 24, he, sorry. When he's firing. And he was, uh, he was shooting like 50% from three on a good sample size earlier mm. in the year. He was really starting the year hot. But um, it's a shame and I don't know if we'll see him again for a little while. Yeah. And yeah, talking about Memphis as well, I feel like They've been a little bit up and down the last few games. Yeah. They had a really good run stretch of games where they were just killing everyone. Mm. They had the jar ejection a few days ago. Yeah. Did that's you see a, that? that? Yeah, that was a weird. Ryan Acosta, remember that name? When you hear him on a broadcast, get worried. <laughs> okay. He gave in that he refereed the Bucks game with the Warriors yeah. and he gave five texts to the Warriors. Mm. And then he ejected Jar in that game for talking to a fan. Yeah. Um, apparently, the report afterwards said that he was questioning the integrity of the referee, and that was the yeah. reason he was sent off. But like, I saw some transcript transcripts of like what was said, and that it's just it's not an ejectable offence. No, by any means, it's not. I, it was his second tech, I think, but I don't think yeah. it's even worthy of a tech in the first place. No, like, I mean, like, and refs should know that. I mean, most refs, if if a guy's already got a tech, they'll give him a bit more leeway. It's not like he was. He was talking at the ref. He yeah, was exactly. talking to someone in the stands saying yeah. that he needs to get some effing calls or something. Yeah, it was, it was worse to that effect. And um, He just ruined the game. Yeah. I don't know. The referees this year have a bit of an agenda of like, we mm. know the rules. This is like the crackdown on travels and oh. carries. and It's odd, hey? Like, I feel like the league's done such a really good job to try and speed the game up with mm. like some certain tweaking of rules and that obviously bringing in some of the international stuff. Uh, with you know transition take fouls has yeah. been really good that's been fantastic but I mean they just 
bringing it straight back down by calling all these travel calls. Yeah. You're getting 30 travel calls a game. And it, no one wants to watch that. But also, like, uh, there's a guy on Twitter, Dev in the Lab, who puts together these, like, mixtapes of dudes traveling. <laughs> and like, guy's got too much time. Oh, <laughs> way too much time. And, uh, like, he's just gone through. And you'll see, like, he posted a video on Pool. Pool started getting picked up all the time. Mm. Posted a video on, like, interesting the way that curry often travels and yeah. like everyone travels it's not this a big deal a freaking snitch yeah he's snitching and he just did one on Jalen brown too so i'm ready for those <laughs> fucking calls <laughs> because i don't like where they're made against my team even today like i was watching uh the warriors play the knicks mm. and we might uh move on to my sadness after this one um and they were calling like shit against Jalen brunson it was like who cares? Like, it's the start of an action and he's taking it on a... Yeah. Like, he's receiving the ball. Like, no one really cares if he travels on that. I know. I would rather see what the offense is going to do than hand it over for no reason. Yeah, exactly. At the end of the day, it's a spe- spectator sport. I yeah. I mean, it's, it's a product for the the viewer, yeah. like the, the fan. So, I don't really know what they're doing with that. I understand it kind of. Like, you, they've been getting away with that shit for so long. Yeah. Carries and travels and that. But I feel like we're... The NBA is so deep into that kind of shit that it's going to take players like five years to adjust if they're calling travels like this. Yeah. Like, it's going to be a long, long haul. Yeah. And, like, I, if the egregious stuff, like, guys shuffling is picked up and that's it, mm. I'm fine. Like, yeah. I really don't mind. Like, have a game winner with a carry in it, I don't really care. Yeah. Come on, there's got to be some sort Especially of Especially if it's Jar going full speed. You know how he'll like, every game winning attempt is him just getting the ball oh. on top of the key yeah. and just going straight to the rack. Like, yeah. don't ever all. pull that up for carry or a charge. I don't want to see it. Mm. No. Um, actually, we won't talk about uh, the Come Knicks or the uh, Warriors yet because we'll get to them when we um, talk about the Christmas games. Yeah. Sure. Um, One team that I kind of wanted to have a chat about was um, actually Brooklyn. Yeah. I mean, they've been super surprising recently, the last couple of weeks. Coming into the season, like many people, had a, a lot of concerns. Mm. Obviously, they can't play a lick of defense with the, Ky- the whole Kyrie situation. Mm. and that. But they're playing really, really good basketball recently. I think they've won, what, like six on the trot? I think they've won, yeah, and they're like nine and one of their last ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. six straight, nine of the last ten. Just quietly, they're top four in the East at the moment. Yeah, and they're trending upwards. The defense is getting better. The rebounding is way better. The rebounding was shocking, mm. especially in that early part of the season. It was like, how are you not getting your hands on the ball? They were giving up the most offensive rebounds by a long way, and yeah. now they're kind of just middle of the pack. Yeah, which but, is great considering like statistically they had to come all the way back from completely awful to now just be average like that takes a lot of effort yeah I think I'm I'm well back on the hype train with Brooklyn I was well off like going into the season <laughs> yeah I, especially when the train derails <laughs> yeah and the whole Simmons saga and everything yeah um, but yeah they're, they're playing fantastic I think they should be really considered to make a deep playoff run again yeah I think they're playing that kind of basketball and Durant I don't, no one's talking about it, but he deserves some MVP talk the way he's, he's playing. He's literally like, he's shooting like 60% from two. It's ridiculous. Like, he's putting no up. one shoots that except like centers who just catch the ball and that's it. Yeah. But this is Durant who's guarded by the other team's best player. Every possession. Yeah. Every possession is focused on him. It's mm-hmm. his offense. It's his team. And he's still shooting like absurd numbers, averaging 30 points a game. Most of the time, this dude can't even see the rim on these contests that he gets. Like... <laughs> He's just a bucket, man. The, the amount of times where he'll just pull up for a shot and you're like, yep, money. Like, it's yeah. just like as soon as... You expect it to head, go in. It's just like, okay, yeah. Yeah. He's so smooth. And it's nice to just, like... It's nice to just watch that team without having the emotion of like, what the fuck is going on? Mm. Like, they've they fixed the Nash situation. Kyrie's yeah. been quiet, thankfully, for a while. Simmons had a couple of good games and now uh, has come back from... Had a couple of days out for a couple of games out for injury. Mm. He's slowly getting his way back, but he's looking. He looks he's looking Simmons-ish. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's starting to come together, and they're really finding themselves. Like they're finding the identity as a team, mm. which is good to see. Uh, what's that, is that Coach Lloyd Pierce? No, that, no, no. It's, what's uh, his name? Jack Vaughn. Jack Vaughn. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Um, I feel like the yeah the players are really getting around yeah. him and, and playing some good basketball again. So, I mean, KD putting up. 37 and 7 on 56 percent with 1.6 blocks this guy's got to be in the conversation yeah and this is like his 17th season 
Crazy. Insane. I know. Yeah. And um, the other guy's playing well, Nick Claxton. I've been really liking sure. watching him. Yeah. I've always been a bit of a fan of his just because like his um he's so versatile he's not like he's he's just that little bit undersized to be truly effective in like every situation but especially for small ball like he's really he's so good next to durant and him and simmons have a bit of a thing going um nice pick and roll partnership like i mean he can catch lobs and put them put them right in the back of the rim so yeah he he does great things for them they need as much energy and defense as they can get on on that (laughs) roster so i feel like yeah he's a great fit it kind of reminds you a little bit of um, how Jarrett Allen was coming up with them yeah. in those early Brooklyn Nets years. Yeah. Um, just that, that energy, that, that starting center. So, yeah, I think Brooklyn are a team to, to keep an eye on um, coming into the new year. If they can keep it together, they'll be hard to beat. The other thing is their schedule's gotten a lot lighter. They had mm. all of their three and four night games at the start of the season and that's when they were you know dropping those games and like they had guys out for injury all the time too like they were missing Joe Harris and Seth Curry for a lot of the opening part of the season Um, and you know Curry misses every fourth or fifth game with injury then gets himself suspended (laughs) Um, but their season gets a lot lighter and they get a lot more rest Mm -hmm. as it goes on Um, so yeah they look really um, they look really dangerous they're a fun team yeah keep an eye It, it is fun too it's fun to watch them yeah and um, you know Kyrie is Kyrie again. He's probably my favorite player to watch ever. Like he's yeah. just that entertaining, man. Like I would argue he's probably the most skilled player ever to play the game. Yeah, watching him at the point guard position is an absolute treat every night. So that um, game winner he had against Van Vliet, <sighs> filthy. That was just so like, <laughs> and especially the the play before they they gave it to him and Toronto fouled mm. and they just went straight back to it anyway. Yeah. I was like, nah, like, you're not getting out of this. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're going to get crossed up and you're going to get a, hit, a three hit in your face. Yeah, I saw the um, post-game interview with KD after that as well. He had some good insight on it um, mm. and he was just like, yeah, we knew that they were going to double me as soon as I got the ball. Yeah. Kyrie's going to get his uh, one-on-one matchup. Just let him cook and he was cooking the whole game. So Yeah, I mean, Kyrie in single coverage is... Um, Pretty easy way to get you some points. <laughs> yeah, poor Fred. Fred had a great game too. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and those Raptors are. What are they on a? They. I think they're on a six or seven game losing streak at this point. You just never know with Toronto. Eh? I mean, one day you watch them, they look great. You're like, oh yeah, this team, this team could do things. Yeah. The next game, you're just like, oh. And you look at the, don't trust the these guys. roster and you're like, these are all good players. Like, yeah. No one here sucks. Mm. I just. And the offense looks so clunky. Mm. I don't know. And it kind of, if you rejig it and you kind of change the order and the priority of different guys, is it going to change all that much? I don't know. I think the bench is pretty garbage as well, to be fair. They don't get a lot of production out of their bench. And they're a very poor three-point shooting team at the moment too. Um, There's been a lot of talk so far, or talk is starting to mount definitely about an OG Ananobi trade. Yeah, absolutely not. And reportedly the value that, that Toronto would be able to fetch for him is like Donovan Mitchell range. Wow. Which is, if you're Toronto, you're like, fuck me. <laughs> cash in. Yeah. I would cash those chips every day of the week. You're getting Donovan Mitchell like money back. Wow. Yeah. That's like four or five picks easy. Yeah. Um, and Siaka might be on the move too. Sheesh. Is, uh, it, is it blow up time in Toronto, you reckon? I don't know. I look, like, uh, I was listening to the mismatch with Kevin O'Connor and he's, mm. you know, the biggest proponent of blow it up in, in the yeah. world. And he was talking about Toronto blowing it up on one hand like they can't get to the bottom even now like mm. Detroit uh, they are on a race to the bottom and they're yeah. very happy to be doing so oh it's too late for the Wemby sweepstakes now to, if yeah. you, you're you gonna sell out and, and but even tank but like Detroit will get like presuming Detroit end up with the worst record which they probably will mm. they'll end up with a 14% chance at Wemby and then like, yeah 15, it's not huge that's the thing eh? when they change like the lottery odds it doesn't favor the the worst teams anymore no. like you can still get it if you're like fourth fifth worst record in the league so i mean it's kind of good keeps it competitive and kind of diminishes tanking a bit yeah. but i but don't at know at the same time this kid so <laughs> oh, no. don't sleep on san antonio as well i mean they are sucking ass as oh, well yeah. like <laughs> They'll, they'll beat the occasional good team every now and then, but I think they'll be right there with Detroit for the yeah. Wimby sweepstakes. Yeah, no, and uh, Charlotte are unintentionally there. Yeah. 
They're not even trying to lose games. They just suck. They just suck. Like, <laughs> but they tried to put together a team and then like everything fell apart in the offseason. Now Lamella's out there using yeah. himself on fans. And, Thank Miles Bridges for that. Yeah. yeah. And Gordon Hayward's injured every second week. Mm. I mean, that's been the case for the last few years, but mm-hmm. it's just not... That's a team where I'm like, I'm not keen to watch them very much at all. No. Um, unless they're playing... Like with Jokic, it was like, Jokic is just going to kill these dudes. <laughs> like, he's going to make a mockery of them. But that ended up actually being a close game. Yeah, there's not too much going on in Charlotte, I feel. Yeah. yeah. Poor Michael. And, and Mitch, <laughs> Mitch Kupchak. Michael brings upon himself, man. He's uh, large enough sample size to know that guy's not a good owner. Yeah. I mean, no disrespect to the GOAT, but man, he's he's not a great owner, is he? No, it's... Uh... I, and there's all these stories that are, that circulate every now and then. Like, there was one that I read the other day. I think it was Gerald Henderson or someone telling the story where they'd lost a few games in a row, mm. and Mike came into the gym while they were practicing, and he said, "Take all my shoes off. You don't. Wow, <laughs> you don't, don't deserve, deserve to wear my shoes." And then he played with them and like beat everyone. He's fifty years old. Imagine being a player there in that in that uh, training session as well. You'd be like, "Well, I'm not gonna." go against this guy yeah he, he yeah, pays my wages yeah <laughs> but if you put up 30 like trade him <laughs> <laughs> there's a whole bunch of those mike stories hey where he's, he's just like, i believe all of them yeah <laughs> like, he's crazy he's mental dude yeah. yeah you can't be that good without being a bit crazy when he was retired he you know had his ipad and downloaded bejeweled and became obsessed with it. He, he, he had to become one of the top like five players in what? Bejeweled. Yeah. <laughs> Which I didn't even know that was a thing. But this... like, he was that into it. He's that competitive. Oh, he might be the most competitive human to ever live, honestly. Him and Kobe. Yeah. yeah. Same gene. Yeah. Not psychos. I wonder if there's anyone like that in the league now. Like, I don't know how you'd function like that. Nah. I mean, time's changed. Players nowadays, they're all, you know, buddy-buddy. You'll see some beef in that, but I mean, they're, they're still kind of mates off the court yeah not like back in Michael's day where he's ripping dudes heads off uh, yeah. looking at him wrong yeah um, ask Steve Kerr <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah all of his teammates in those those golden bulls years they hated his guts but yeah. I mean he wins you championships I mean I think they like the paychecks too so. <laughs> yeah that's right um, well let's get on to a bit of a preview Mm. Um, obviously the greatest day of the year is coming up which for our time zone is Boxing Day yes and for the American time zone is Christmas Day mm-hmm. um, it's the greatest slate of games where teams will more than likely try to yeah, win for sure it's it's definitely the, the most important regular season games or regular season day of games uh, of the year I mean most of the if most of the regular season is not really <laughs> not really needed. I feel like we don't need 82 games a year, but... We could Chris- probably get away with 30. Yeah. <laughs> oh, even 60. I mean, yeah. I know the league's been looking at, at dropping it down a little bit. They'll never do that because of the no, money. But um, money yeah, Christmas Day or Boxing Day for us is always an absolute treat. Yeah. <laughs> what we look forward to the most about Christmas. <laughs> I know. It's always just like, on oh, Christmas Day, I've always... Uh, like, I have no self-control and, and alcohol issues. So I'm always... But that is there is that mild sense of like, don't go too far because you have to be up early. 3 a.m., baby. 3 a.m. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. My missus always tries to get me to come up the coast uh, to see a family on the, the Boxing Day. I'm like, yeah. I'm sorry. This is... Uh, there's some more important things. This is things. my religious holiday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly, man. I can't wait. And oh, we've so got a great slate. Games great slate of games what have we got starting at uh, the first game uh, Philly against the Knicks 3am 3am also we're using um, Queensland time because I yes. don't want to count an hour forward or backwards can't remember <laughs> um, yeah this is this is a tough one to catch live but I mean I'm going to do my best both teams are going to be coming off uh, three days rest wow. which is I think good for Philly because mm. they're, they're always banged up in some way yep. um, and it'll be good for the Knicks Knicks are in the middle of a homestand. So mm-hmm. they, they played home today. They've got... I think they've got one more home game uh, on the on our Friday there, Saturday, and then they've got the Christmas game. Yeah. So they'll be pretty well rested. It's quite rare that you see two teams like that with three days rest coming into... I think it's just because um, there's no games on Christmas Eve. Yeah. So they can kind of set up the schedule that way. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then the day before Christmas Eve is like 10 games. Like it's a massive slate. slate. Um, so I, uh, Maxi has been confirmed um, basically that he will miss this game as He's well. He's out. Yeah. That's a shame. So Philly go to Toronto for their next game and then to the Knicks mm-hmm. and he's out for the for the Toronto game. Yep. The most recent update, um, Doc Rivers said he would be another few weeks. Sheesh, I didn't think it was going to be that long. No, he got injured at the end of November. Yeah. In the Bucks game. And, and he was looking so good too. He was, the second, he was scoring like 40 points yeah. a game. <laughs> I know, like a Harden is Harden, but I mean... You're putting the two up against each other. I almost take Maxi at this stage of their careers, yeah, and their importance to that team. But um, I think he does so much for Embiid. Mm. Like Harden, does, Harden does a lot too, but Harden's good. Harden's got to go and get his own offense. Like yeah. that's that's part of his game. He needs yeah. to. He'll go get your bucket. Yeah, but yeah, Maxi just works so well in the flow of the game. Mm. Just the speed in transition is and is crazy. Need more pace. Like yeah. they're always so slow, and Harden's mm. not going to push the pace. No. So it's good to have Maxi out there to, to get those transition baskets and just get away and mm. get those easy points, especially in a in a tight game. Yeah, they've um, been they've been missing him. But um, who are you picking for this game? Philly or Knicks? I, I've obviously the Knicks are now on an eight game streak. They've been playing they've been playing really well and they've been winning like they had a tough win against Indiana mm-hmm. where like they had every opportunity to blow it. Like Julius Randle had clutch free throws. You at the end of the game it. and he made them you wouldn't is, bloody believe it <laughs> <laughs> which is rare and like Brunson's been incredible Barrett's been pretty decent he's been better than better than his average yeah Quinton Grimes is your guy awesome your guy Quinton Grimes <laughs> who they refused to trade for um, Donovan Mitchell if you believe what what everyone says Man. which at the time was like who is Quinton Grimes and why do you not have Donovan Mitchell on this team? Yeah. And now you watch him be like, this dude's awesome. Like he hits quarter threes and he defends everyone. He's an absolute dog. Mm. Um, I, I don't know. I feel as if there's a lot in this game for the Knicks. The MSG game is always the first game on Christmas Day. Yeah. And the past few years, it has just been a blowout. Like they Shocking. go and get embarrassed on their own court and then have yeah. to go back to their families. Like it's just been embarrassing. Like Russell Westbrook had a had a triple double in like 15 minutes in one of those games yeah years ago it's it is the grand stage i mean the mecca of basketball madison square garden on the biggest day of the regular season it is um big implications for them yeah so i kind of like the mix (laughs) (laughs) it feels dirty to say but i think so too i mean they are playing good games uh sorry good basketball but um yeah it's just that i don't want to get caught in that Knicks trap (laughs) yeah i do feel a bit like i mean i'm riding the wave of of positivity that just comes from like whoa the Knicks are like yeah. it's always good when the Knicks are good mm. like it's just fun to watch I love watching games in MSG I love Mike Breen and Clyde just oh, talking shit the whole time great, great comment I love the jerseys uh, I really like Brunson I was really like I'm I was a big uh, propagandizer for the for the Brunson acquisition mm. so I just worry about their size against Embiid yeah because it's Randall no Robinson, maybe, but he'll foul a lot. Robinson's a good defender, but I mean, Embiid will eat him alive. Yeah, yeah, and He's, then he'll just he'll draw three fouls on him in the first quarter, and then they'll have no other options. Exactly. Yeah. Well, then they've got to bring out Hartenstein, who's a pretty good defender. Um, That's barbecue chicken. <laughs> <laughs> otherwise, they've got um, Jericho Sims, yeah. my boy, <laughs> who I mean, uh, yeah. officially is uh, the balls of Jericho because he just dumps <laughs> is that what we're calling him? makes yeah. him eat his I like butts. That. <laughs> like... Should hit him up. Get him to run with that. Yeah. I'll send him a, send him a DM. <laughs> Do you want to go by balls of Jericho? <laughs> um, but yeah, I, uh, I'm i going to I'm gonna say Nick's. I'm going to say Nick's. Yep. It's Christmas spirit. Yep. A gift. Okay. A gift. A gift to... Um... God, Spike Lee. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to go with Philly. I just think... Yeah. Um, like Knicks have a very good chance. They probably should be favourite at home given their current form. Uh, but I just think Embiid's going to have a big one. He's just going to. Yeah, he yeah. does love a big moment, and I think Philly yeah. makes six game streak themselves. Yeah, he's. Yeah, I feel like it's just going to be one of those twenty to twenty two free throw night for Embiid. It'll just slow the game down yeah. so much, and, and it's going to take like three hours. I think so. So this is one like you don't necessarily need to get up at three. 
Yeah. If like you leave your if like you leave your blinds open and the sun wakes you up at five, <laughs> you'll probably catch like the third quarter. Like yeah. Embiid will just be at the line and Harden as well. Yeah, you don't need to set your alarm for this, but I mean it could be a good game. Yeah. So yeah, you, you might miss out. But, um, um, what do we got after that? Second game, game is Mavs at Lakers, which starts mm. at five thirty in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, AD is out for a month. Sad. Lakers are uh, quite bad. Well, yeah. What's going to happen when you miss your best player? LeBron's trying to keep him afloat, and he's even missing games now too. Um, So, yeah, it it is a real shame. Lakers were kind of... They were building something. It was fun. Yeah. And AD was just killing it. Like, it was so cool to see him Uh, as that primary member of the offense and just mm. taking control of the team. Um, The reports are not fantastic too. That it's like he... Like dis- they're not sure if it's like a dislocation of his foot or his ankle or like I think that's still unknown exactly what his injury is how is it unknown like these are like best doctors in the world like, yes. come on <laughs> or I think his joints are just so fucked they're like <laughs> oh no they just look at the x-ray they're like oh shit this guy's got an extra 200 bones in his foot what's yeah. going on here? and they're all broken <laughs> <laughs> yeah like I mean I'm definitely um not a Lakers fan being a, a Phoenix Suns fan mm-hmm. I hate the Lakers yep. but I mean it was good to see them kind of playing good basketball again and being competitive and AD being in MVP form so it's as much as it sucks for me to admit but the league is better when the Lakers are good so yeah. it is a shame what do you think Mavs would take this one out or? I think so um, the Mavs have a lot of problems at the moment mm. mostly Luca just hating everyone <laughs> like the amount of uh, the amount of videos of him like not talking to his teammates or like rejecting high fives is worryingly high yeah um, he's that kind of guy I feel I mean great great player generational talent but I mean you just you see the body language if a, if a teammate misses a coverage or if he's not in the right spot, like he'll just he'll just rev him up, hey. And I, maybe it's a bit of a perfectionist attitude from him too, because like he mm. plays so hard. Yeah. And he does like he he is the entire offense, and he's got such a high usage rate. He's second to Giannis now, but like he's still in like thirty six percent of usage. Mm. But like it's just not. It's not a good thing for you to just fucking hate everyone. No, I mean, you still have to maintain some sort of, like, image, even yeah. if it's just, like, for the fan base or the viewers. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's one one thing is to, like, yeah, let your teammates know that you've they've done something wrong, but showing it on the court at the end of the game is probably not the best way to do it. Yeah. Um, and what was it the other day when they lost, I think it was when they lost to Milwaukee, and Milwaukee knew what play they were going to run coming yeah. into that that last time out with like a few seconds to go and he told the coaching staff on the sideline he was like call time out like they know what play we're running I can tell by this coverage yeah and they did nothing and he had to jack up like a 40 foot contested yeah. shot with Drew Holiday in his face and he's like what the fuck like I told you guys yeah yeah that was um yeah and he was just so like visibly angry yeah and look you know if he's telling them I know what's happening and they don't listen to him then mm. like I can understand that it, but I don't know there's dudes running away from like apparently I can't remember who it was but it, <laughs> um, someone said that like Brunson wouldn't have signed with, with the Mavs if they offered him the same money I did see that yeah um, and that Puzingis was happy to leave yeah but I don't know I feel like I don't know if this game will be much of a contest though. The nah. Lakers somehow are always in games. Like the last yeah. two, like you always see like, I feel like, like what's going on in the Lakers? It's like two minutes to go. It's a one point game. Like they had that huge comeback against the Celtics the other day. Yeah. Um, and then they just went to the, they went down to the wire with the Wizards. Um, I feel like they just like, teams switch off because they'll go up yeah. by like 15, 20 points on them yeah, yeah. and then Lakers make a run with their bench or whatever. They'll just switch off and come back. But, yeah, credit to them. They got a bit of resolve in them. Yeah, but, um, I do think um, I do think this is a pretty comfortable Mavs win, though. I would have to agree as well, especially if like we don't even know if Bron's playing at the moment. You yeah. think he would shoot up for a big game like Christmas Day? They yeah, he'll play at the moment too. So he'll like if he does play, he'll probably hopefully. Have Fingers a big game. crossed, we get the the Luca v LeBron duel yeah, that we all nice. yeah. Uh, and then also in your Boxing Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, schedule. This is probably this is breakfast time. Mm-hmm. 
um, ham sandwich number one. Get in, get into the leftovers. <laughs> just whip yourself up a ham sandwich. Yeah. You don't have to do too much. Just lie down, let it wash over you. Yeah. Um, so we move on to game number three, which is Celtics at Bucks mm-hmm. at um, eight a.m. This is our Eastern Conference final replay. Yes. On Milwaukee's floor. I'm pretty sure. I'm like ninety nine percent sure this is a Milwaukee home game, which I think yeah, is, is more important. Like, uh, if that's a Boston home game, like I wouldn't even give the Bucks a shot. Like, you wouldn't on Christmas Day. Like, that, yeah, that place is just, like the garden is so insane. It is. It is. is a very hostile environment to play in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can never count out Giannis, no matter where it is. The home. They they, they are a great team, great offense, great defense. But yeah, this is a tough pick. I mean, it's really a coin flip. Celtics have been a bit down recently. Yeah. Uh, the shooting has dropped off, which obviously it was going to at some stage. You can't keep shooting the piss out of it like they yeah. were. I think the shots will still be there, though. Like the mm. off, they, they won't change how the offense works. They'll keep finding those shots, and it'll just be a matter of, you know, you got to make them. It's a make or miss league, as I always say. Yeah, it's true. Um, but they've got guys, like, even at the back of their bench, like Sam Hauser, Peyton Pritchard. Like, these guys just hit threes. Yeah. I don't get it. They like, just find these guys. Like, um,. Brad Stevens is just a genius, hey? Oh, he just, he must know something that no one else does because mm. he can just find these dudes. He's a genius. Um, so if you had to pick, who are you taking? I'm going to take the Bucks on form and mm-hmm. because they're home, um, the Celtics just dropped two games to the Magic. I don't think that's a good thing, mm-hmm. even though like the vibes in Orlando right now are pretty great. Great, man. And they're having a good they're time. They're fun to watch. They are fun yeah. to watch. I'm enjoying watching Orlando, hey? Um, but I, I, I think that this is a this is a big Giannis game. I can just like I can just see and Giannis will very much want to beat the the Celtics for sure. Like yeah, he doesn't know. take kindly to being eliminated. No, exactly. He he always gets up for these kind of games, and I think I'm going to have to agree with you there. I'll take Bucks at home in a tight one. Yeah, um, probably less than five points. Um, my underrated matchup of this game is Robert Williams versus Giannis. Mm. I put it to you that Robert Williams is probably the only player in the league that can defend Giannis one-on-one. That is a hot take. But, I mean, Robbie is one of the best like rim defenders in the league. I'd say, yeah, if anyone's going to guard him well, it's, it's going to be Rob. So yeah. that will be a very entertaining matchup. Because then I roll through my head all the other great defenders, and it's like, nah, like Giannis is just so much bigger than all of them. Too, yeah. too strong. Where like Williams is, is equal... Oh, he's, he's just so he's long as shit yeah and he's strong like he's so strong so great IQ too defensively yeah. he, just, he, he reads defensive plays before they happen yeah um, which makes him even better because he's a freak that little, like Roma role and yeah. it's a bit harder for him to do that with Al Horford out hopefully mm-hmm. uh, Al might play in this game but um, where he can just sit off sit off the paint and pick up who, whoever has the ball or whatever action he sees playing out mm-hmm. and he's trusted to to kind of just take the lead on defense and figure it out himself. Yeah, it will be a bit interesting to see um, because I, I don't think Rob is fully ramped up yet. Um, I don't think he's at full minutes just yet. Still like kind of easing him in, back into the rotation and yeah. minutes-wise after the injury. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it could be a really big night for Giannis. Yeah. Mm. Um, and schedule-wise, this is, you know, you, you're stretched out. This is probably the third, maybe fourth game you're watching. As the final buzzer goes, you can have a beer. Like, it's fine. (laughs) That's where you call it? Start drinking. Yeah. (laughs) And I think you will need to drink during the the Memphis at Golden State (laughs) game at 11, or at least I will. I know you will be. (laughs) Yeah, this is not going to be a good game for me. Um, It's bittersweet because this was supposed to be the matchup. Yeah. Like, normally normally Christmas is a finals replay on on the winner's court. So Mm -hmm. it should have been Boston at... Um, Golden State but they already did that mm-hmm. um, which was a really good win for Golden State and then Curry got injured mm. and uh, out for at least a few weeks which is fun very, technology yeah very vague they always do this nowadays they yeah, don't exactly. like to put a, a time frame on it but I think it's, it's not the worst news possible for you I mean it, if you lose Steph for a few months, you guys are going to really struggle oh, to make it. It's over. <laughs> it's done. Yeah, you, your season's done. But a few weeks, you just got to hope that the other guys can kind of keep you afloat. Um, so what, you don't give you guys any slight chance? I do. I, I think that they will play up for this game. Mm. Um, 
but also Memphis will as well. Like Memphis yeah. is looking forward to this game. Uh-huh. Um, Draymond and, and Jar were going at each other about a Christmas game before the season even started. Yeah. Um, and in Memphis's weight room, they have a quote from Draymond that says they're going to get their reality check. Oh, I do remember that. Yeah. <laughs> so like they have had this game circled. Yep. They are very keen for it. Mm-hmm. But I think that Draymond will, will be equally keen. He's excited for this game. And Draymond, especially when Steph's not around, he just floats in and out of games sometimes when he's not engaged. Yeah, for especially sure. regular season. He, like no one else I've seen before, he does not give a shit about meaningless games. No. Like he just, <laughs> he will not bother. But that entire season when Steph was out with the broken hand, yeah. he just didn't try. Like nah. he did not give a fuck about a single game. No. Nah. And he was out with some vague illness or like injury like every now and then. What I worry about is um, he, I mean, Draymond could probably get a tech on nearly every possession. Um, And even like the Indiana game where Draymond got injured, two minutes later, he got himself thrown out of the game. Yeah. Like he is just... There's only one gear for that guy. It's all, yeah. It's all or nothing. You got to take the good with the bad with Draymond. I mean, he's been such an integral part of uh, your your dynasty for for however many years. And yeah, he does some stupid fucking shit. But you'll take it for all the good he gives you. He's still an elite defender. Re- works really well with those shooters. So, yeah. I've got, yeah, I feel slightly positive about this game. It's also a home game. Um, mm-hmm. And they've got a good record at home. I don't know if any of those games have been without Steph. Maybe like one or two. Um, obviously, the, the road record is absolutely shocking. Yeah, it's not the best, is it? <laughs> um, it's, yeah, it's tough. Uh, and like... I don't think that they can be judged entirely on their performance today because uh, it's the first night of a back-to-back where yeah. they play Brooklyn tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, so Kerr kind of put, called curtains on that game early, yeah. put all the uh, put all the bench in. It's just that right now the back of the bench is uh, lottery picks. <laughs> yeah, and it was kind of a culmination of a few things. Coming up against a really hot New York team as well. Yeah, They made... They made six threes in the first half. Maybe in the first... No, they hit like 11 threes in the first half and then two in the third quarter. Wow. Like they were just so hot, then they had the break and the Warriors could never make up that point point difference. It's and once good. it started to get away from them, yeah, he pulled Poole, Draymond, mm-hmm. played in the court again and just went, you know, young kids, go, please do something. Figure it out, Keep please. Keep 40, please. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know what the final score was, but it was... Uh, but yeah, it was pretty close I mean, to first night of a back-to-back, you have to expect that. If the game's not within reach, just take it easy. So, yeah. I mean, Kerr's doing the right thing there. Yeah, so, I, I mean, this will probably end up being being a good game. Um, my personal stake in this is uh, probably... I'm, I'm going to pick the Warriors. Mm. Um, Memphis, yeah, like, like we said, you know, they've had... They're on a two-game... Oh, sorry, they... They play the Suns in Phoenix two days before. That's their last game before Christmas. Yep. That's going to be tough. Really and they're good. on a two-game losing streak, losing to OKC and Denver. But they did beat the shit out of the Bucks before that game. Oh, man, that freaking, that Memphis OKC game. I, I think that's... that's I can Dude. honestly just wipe it out. Like, it didn't happen. Like, it's such a complete... It happened um, for me. I had money on it. <laughs> <laughs> I had money on Memphis. Freaking yeah, Jar gets tossed. Jar gets tossed. They didn't get Shea in that game. Well, they were dollar thirteen or something, man. It was just like a little nice little bump up the multi <laughs> a little yeah. bit. Another nah. leg in the spider. Spit in my face. I, just, yeah. I was absolutely filthy about that. But uh, positives for do? Memphis, they have Jar Morant on their team, <laughs> and he's probably like probably fifth in MVP at the moment. Like he's fucking killing it. Yeah, I mean, with the best one of the best records in the league, you have to be up there in consideration. I feel like the the MVP race has really kind of opened up a little bit. Yeah. Because it was just, it was Tatum for most of the season so far uh, with Boston kind of losing games and him taking the foot off the pedal. You, he's still probably favorite yeah, and likely so, but there's others in the conversation. It's I think it's more wide open than a lot of people think. Yeah. And there's also like a bit of, Tatum doesn't have any voter fatigue because mm. he's never been exactly. like properly in this MVP conversation until now. Yeah. But like, Giannis has two. Jokic has two. You don't think they're going to get the votes, hey? No, it's nah. just. And Jokic is playing as well, if not better than he than he was in both of his MVP seasons. But yeah, a lot of it with MVP always is now like just the storyline. So much yeah. narrative, yeah. And like Tatum has the storyline: losing in the finals, coming back, getting better, working on his game, 
putting up these crazy numbers. So he's definitely got the the narrative yeah. per se. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna get blind watching this. Um, <laughs> yeah, but... you're gonna need to be, I think, man. I'm taking Memphis. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I think quite easily, but um, we'll see. I mean, Golden State, even without Curry, you guys will put up a fight. It's not like you're gonna get championship DNA. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> it it sounds so cliche to say, but yeah, it's a big game. Draymond's going to show up. You know, Clay loves a big game. It's just whether you get that extra. Clay also production. loves a big game after playing horrible games. Yeah, <laughs> he was he was pretty awful today mm-hmm. uh, against the Raptors. He was he was actually quite good, um, and his his defense against the Raptors was really good. But see how he goes in this Brooklyn game because I think they'll they'll also play pretty high a uh, pretty high level in that Brooklyn game. Um, Draymond and Draymond and Durant love to compete against each other. Yep. So I think that they'll step up for that and then they might take a bit of that energy home and, and bring it to Memphis. So not completely uh, riding off this game, but like maybe check the cricket store score a couple times. <laughs> yeah, have, have something on in the background maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, we'll see. You never know with these big games, hey. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask, I haven't really been keeping a close eye on Golden State too much. Where's Wig at at the moment? Wiggins. Oh, he's still... Um, I don't think there's a date for his return. He's got the no. adductor strain. It's a shame. He, um, He's so important for you guys. I know. It's he just brings so much. Um, he just does the hard work. Yeah, like his defense is great, but also having that having that guy in the corner that everyone's like just forgets about every time mm-hmm. because you can run him out with Clay and Dre and and he he knows he just knows the offense. He knows where yeah. to go. Gets no attention. Real unsung unsung hero for, for your team and yeah. he's a big loss I, I wasn't too sure whether he would be back or not but no no he, um, he's been practicing in five on five situations mm. uh, in the last week but I don't think that that's um, conclusive towards him playing if he plays in this game that'll be fantastic mm-hmm. um, but the Warriors took um, injuries into this the Christmas game last year and had huge games out of Otto Porter Jr. and Quindary <laughs> Weatherspoon so like <laughs> You never know. <laughs> we might be Anthony Lamb and um, Ty Jerome having yeah. huge games. Like you never it's a, know with these big games, uh, someone will show up. Steve Kerr loves all those like back of the bench dudes on two way deals. Like just, mm. I think he's like addicted to getting the most out of dudes. Mm-hmm. Especially he's had, you know, he's had so much success with Draymond. Um, Mark Jackson completely misused Draymond. It was mm. one of the re- many reasons that I was happy he was fired. But like. He was a you know he turned Gary Payton into a into a final starter yeah which is you know also due to Gary Payton being an incredible player um, and yeah. apparently too expensive for the team despite the fact he's being paid like eight million and the <laughs> team made eight hundred million dollars in profit last year yeah it's tough like a lot of it is the organization as well I feel with these really good organizations like your Golden States like your San Antonio's your Boston Celtics they just turn average players into really good players yeah it's a lot a lot of it's the system as well you do have to credit the players like gp2 he was insane defensively and a lot of energy off the bench but um yeah i with those big franchises those really successful ones they're always going to keep churning out good players like that so no i'm excited for that for this game um but i'm actually more excited for the last game which is Denver at Phoenix. As am I. Yeah, two two pretty hot teams at yeah. the moment. I mean, Phoenix did have a bit of a slump. We actually lost five games in a row, um, out of nowhere. Yeah, we won we won six in a row. You lost we, twice to the Rockets too. We did. Yeah, don't remind me. Um, well, they were playing, they were just playing a random hot streak out of nowhere. Yeah, um, and then yeah, we lost five in a row, and then we won four in a row, and lost today, unfortunately, to Washington, who had lost. Ten in a row. Ten in a row. And then we lose to them at home. Yeah. Oh. And um, DeAndre Ayton and Monty Williams get into a screaming match. Yeah, I did see that. Uh, that's not great to see, but I mean, I don't look into it too much. I know there's some history there, but it's a competitive yeah, it's, sport. I think it's more because of who's involved yeah. rather than what was happening. But I yeah. will say, like, it's very, it's a bit of pointing and, you know, Monty's doing some no arms. Mm-hmm. But there is a point where... Aiden says something and then Monty gives him this look mm. and that, that's a devious that's a, that's a, a look of intent of yeah like, don't you fucking talk to me like that and yeah you. I feel like you have to be really saying something quite off if Monty's reacting like that he's he's like a really good dude the nicest guy in the league yeah Mike Brown <laughs> like yeah the two nicest guys 
Uh, they do have a bit of history there, but I mean, I I may be wishfully thinking, but I'll just chalk it up to two competitors. Um, I will also say that scheduling wise this is the wrong game this should be uh, Mavs at Phoenix it should be the the revenge game but the thing is like we have rivalries with so many teams now everybody fucking hates us so you could pick you could pick probably six different teams and get the same sort of uh, yeah rivalry at it like Obviously, we had the big beef with Denver in the playoffs uh, a couple of years ago uh, when yeah, Jokic hit campaign and got ejected. That's and right. Was the big beef with that. So I don't think that's really settled that much. I think there'll, there'll be some tempers yeah, in this game. Yeah, I think Jokic well. has got some um, psychopath in him. Oh, for and sure. And that's not just because he's Eastern European. <laughs> it's because of who his brothers are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, this is a. This is a really nice... It's the perfect nightcap. So, like, two really good offensive teams that, mm-hmm. that like to do cool things. Um, defensively, both are really solid. Um, I would say that Phoenix have the advantage defensively, though. Potential... But how do you defend against Jokic? He's going to do yeah. things that, you, that no one has seen before. Like, you can't expect him to make a pass in, like, a fifth of an inch of a, of a <laughs> passing lane. Yeah, definitely one of the t- toughest matchups in the league. I feel like... Um, DA DeAndre Ayton kind of holds his own somewhat. Yeah. I mean, to to Jokic historically in our matchups, but yeah, he, he, does who Bridges knows? play much of a role on Jokic? I don't feel like he does. Bridges, nah, nah. And he's got he's got to handle Murray anyway if if Murray yeah. plays in that game, which yeah. he probably should. I don't think today was anything more than injury management for him being out. Yeah, that's right. And like fingers crossed, Book will be back. He should be. He's he's missed the last two games with a groin injury. Yeah. Um, but. They're probably just resting them up for for these big slates. So, um, yeah, it, it has the potential to be probably the best game of the day. Denver at Phoenix, two two really good teams, hostile environment. Uh, the the footprint center will be rocking. Yeah. Um, and in other Phoenix Suns news, actually, huge news coming through this morning. Yeah. Um, we're set to get a new owner. Praise the Lord. Matt Ishbia. Yeah. Who, by all reports, is a super nice guy. I mean, that's what we need after... Yeah. after the devil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. St- set the standards quite low, but uh, yeah. yeah, 20 years of uh, complete dictatorship in, yeah. uh, in our ownership position, so... Well, I read that in his company, he has, like, a yearly raffle for all his staff where, like, the prizes include, like, a year of groceries. Wow. Or, like, a, a car. So, like, really good. And, like, when they got... Um, when they went public, like a lot of employees got shares. Mm. Apparently he regularly calls every day. He'll call three employees and just say, good job. Like mm. this guy's the, sounds like a good guy. Yeah. That's exactly what hey, we DeAndre, need. You're doing a good job. <laughs> I feel like DA might need that. Yeah. <laughs> on his side. Yeah. After what we saw today in the huddle, but um, um, also his business is in mortgages. And so is Cavs owner, Dan Gilbert. Apparently they hate each other. So that's True. awesome. I love that. I yeah. want more rivalries. The Suns need another rivalry. Give them the cats. <laughs> I just want Donnie and um, and Book to go against each other for seven games. I would love to see I that mean, too. I that only happens in the finals, but like, mm. cool, do it. I yeah. want it. <laughs> it's crazy. Those two teams are so good now. You look five years yeah. back, we were both the absolute dregs of the league, Cleveland and, and Phoenix. So Yeah, I think um, it gives everyone hope in the league that like it just takes like two good picks and you're fine. Yeah, that's right. You just got to hit, yeah. hit on your draft picks. And um, how much did old mate buy? I think he was buying both Phoenix Suns and, and the, the WNBA team. Four billion or something? Yeah, it was four. I think it was 4.3 billion. Shoosh. Mate. And I don't have that kind of money. That's, that is nuts, hey. I think Sava bought us for like 400 million. Yeah. Back in the early 2000s. He's literally... And he's selling it for almost 4000000000 billion. It's absolutely nuts. A few more zeros on his investment. (laughs) Um, But you're obviously taking the Suns in that that game. Oh, for sure. It could go either way, but obviously me being a massive Phoenix fan, I'll take them. You'd have to crucify yourself if you didn't. Yeah, Um. Yeah, Book will be in for a big one. He's been on another level recently when he's on the court after that 58-point performance the other day. Um, he's just simply unguardable. I don't think they have anyone that can check him. Like, Gordon's a good defender, but, yeah, Book's too good. He's off us. Yeah, Book will have him for for sure. Um, Now you're convincing me. I was going to say Denver on form Mm. and Jokic just on, I can do 
I can do something that no one else can do yeah. and I'm going to do it on every possession he's the best player on the court so. yeah um, I'm going to go to the Nuggets okay make yeah. it interesting yeah, yeah. Um, maybe we should have a little friendly wager while we're at it yeah. <laughs> um, but that's yeah so that, that ends your day and that's like 4pm mm. so you're not hungover anymore you're drunk again because you've been drinking since the since the Warriors game or in my yeah. case I'm, I'm drunk at the start of the Warriors you're game. on your third or fourth ham sandwich of the day yeah you're really? reaching in the back of the fridge like are there any prawns <laughs> <laughs> they were out in the sun for two hours like ah don't worry about it <laughs> they lived in the ocean it's fine <laughs> um, and that ends your boxing day and the best day of the year yeah looking forward to it man oh, I, I know you're excited I am too yeah um, lastly we've just got a couple questions from mm-hmm. the DMs during the week um First, who's most likely to have their jersey retired of the current Stocker players? Current Stocker players? That's a good question, man. Uh, most likely? I mean, well, Steph, 100%. Yeah. Durant. Durant. Yeah, He's Durant wrong. gets that seven up. He probably gets... I reckon Warriors retire his jersey too. Do you think OKC retire Durant's? I think they do. It's been long enough. Yeah, yeah, I think they do too. Because um, they ended up hating Westbrook too. So, like, <laughs> what's the difference? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then, yeah, there's got to be a handful of players, surely. Yeah. Um, and Giannis, obviously LeBron. Yeah. Giannis, <laughs> Jokic will one day. Giannis 100%. Yeah, yeah. I think Jokic will. Um, Dame. Dame for sure. Dame, will, they will make a gold version of Dame's jersey and put it in the roof. Like, <laughs> yeah. that dude means so much. That, that guy needs a statue at the front for actually yeah. staying in Portland. Also, vibes, like Orlando and Portland, best vibes in the league right now. Yeah. They have I'm, such good vibes. I, I've really enjoyed watching Portland as well this year. They're a really good team. Um, uh, their home broadcast has the best scoreboard. <laughs> that's yeah. a that's a nothing observation. But like when you watch a Portland game, <laughs> I can't like, say I've uh, actually score, noticed. It's sweet. Yeah, it's, it's really dynamic. Okay, and you know they have got the best logo. They have got the best jerseys. You know, it's the two pinwheels of five players going in different directions. Yeah, it's I do beautiful. like their. Uh, is it the new city jerseys, like the PDX jerseys? Yeah, yeah, they're really clean. I like that. Yeah, I didn't like them at first, but then like they started wearing them, and I, I got around them. Also, the PDX is their airport, yeah. and the the strip, the color on the strip, is apparently the pattern on the carpet. Oh, and there you go. People love that carpet. Yeah. So a little homage to the airport, eh? Yeah, and they've been doing these city jerseys for a while now, and I think they're starting to be like, "What the fuck else can we do?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a rose for the Warriors. Yeah, for sure. The 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 city jerseys this year have been quite down compared to previous years, but yeah. as you mentioned, like you got to run out of ideas at some stage. That Minnesota one is clean, though. I really like that one. Yeah, there's a couple good ones, but for the most part, I feel like they're garbage. Yeah. Yeah. Well, on that note, that computer's about to run out of space, um, so I don't want to lose it before it goes. So thanks it? again for listening. Another episode of the pod, um, five stars, follow on Instagram. Do a, I, I'm supposed to promote this thing. I, don't, I feel uncomfortable doing that. Um, just, I don't know. Drop a like. Yeah, thank, thanks for listening and uh, Merry Christmas. Merry Boxing Day. Merry Boxing Day, please. <laughs> um, and ciao.